pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Ms. Cardos? Here. Mr. Jansen? Here. Mr. Pato? Here. Mr. Larmer? Here. Mr. Shreya? Here. Mayor Ruby? Here. Mr. Stuckey? Here. Okay, I move for approval of the regular meeting minutes of May 25th, 2023. Second, Mr. Chairman. Ms. Cardos? Yes. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Abstain. Okay, first on the agenda this evening, we do have signs. Um, first up, True North, True North Car Wash at 8952 Brexville Road. If you're here for this, please step up to the podium and please uh, explain and walk us through your application this evening. Okay. So I have a couple packets. I don't know if it makes it easier to pass these ones. Oh, you have them already? Um, well, I did an aerial too, so you could see which way um, the signs would be facing the entrances. I guess I could pass all these out to everybody. Sorry about that. Can we have your name for the record, please? My name is Julie Kaler. Julie, and K spell the last name? Kaler, K-A-I-L-E-R. Thank you. Sorry, this is my first meeting, so I apologize if I'm out of order or anything. So there are four signs that we planned on installing. Um, two of them are pre-existing signs that we're just going to put new faces on. One is the instruction sign for the car wash. Another one is a direction um, for the car wash uh, to get to the entrance. Now we have two signs that are going on the building. Um, we tried to have one on each side of the entrance of the, the uh, gas station so that way they could see where the um, car wash is. And so those were the only four that we had planned on putting up. Now there are exit and entrance signs. Those are already on the building. And we're not doing anything with those. Okay, so to clarify, entrance and exit are existing. Mm -hmm. uh, you have the two directionals that are shown here. Mm -hmm. We'll say the yellow one and the green one. And then there are two, um, two signs for lightning wash. Yes. One is on the exit and one is on the side of the building. Okay. Um, are you aware that this application will require uh, four deviations? I was aware that we had some deviations. If we have to apply for them, um, we can do that. Well, we'll say this is the application and oh, we can okay. discuss them here this evening. All right, perfect. Um, so in that, uh, so, so just to, were you shared, was this shared with you? Yes. The, the list? Mm -hmm. So there's uh, one deviation that allows um, one wall sign and the deviation would allow six. And then the other is um, to uh, the wall signs beyond the front of the building and we're seeking three and one on the one sign on the side of the building um, allowed to have no more than four compatible colors and this is applying for seven 
and a maximum sign area, total sign area in the aggregate of 30, and this will accumulate to 69.89. Um, so, um, entrance and exit are self-explanatory. Um, the directional signs, because you do go around the building mm -hmm. to get to it, that, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, but we're adding two really large signs to say lightning wash, which taking us um, well over the allowable uh, total area for, for signage. Um, just to ask the question, the one on, um, the, one on the side, mm -hmm. Looks like it's over the air pump, faces right into the side of the gas station building itself. Yes. Uh, as, as we're discussing deviations, is, is that entirely, I understand that you normally put them on all, all sides. You mentioned that already. Mm -hmm. um, in this case, due to the close proximity to the main building, um, is, that, is that necessary and who is that, who is that sign, I guess, appealing to? Who, who, who is that needed for? Well, I believe it was for each entrance that you come in. When you pull in, you know, each one, you would see it straight ahead of you, you know, instead of having to come around the corner and then seeing it on the side or, you know, going around the front and then realizing that's the car wash. But we have no problem taking one of them off, you know, if, if that's the issue. I just, so, I mean, we evaluate the deviations and we're not opposed to them. We just want to kind of walk through them and make sure that um, if we're approving something that there's, that there's valid reason. Um, okay. Just, just looking at this, you're, you're at your, with the allowable sign area of 30, um, you're more than double. So. Mm -hmm. Just trying to look at a way to get it more uh, a little closer to uh, yeah. the allowable. Um, I, I, I guess those are my thoughts. Anybody else on the commission have any any thoughts regarding the application? Yeah, I don't think the one on the side is necessary. I think because the one if you put it on the front, it's still visible from north or south. Mr. Chairman, I agree with you totally. That's an easy one. To eliminate, I would think. Are these signs because of a rebranding? Yeah, they changed the logos a little bit, so we're updating the signs. Now, with the uh, car wash ones, we've updated several of them already, so they're trying to keep them all the same. So that was the new logo that they, cho yeah, they choose on. Same thing with that little car wash directional one too. We can make that one smaller. It's a three by three. We can, you know, shrink that up a little bit if that helps any. So, if, if I may, Mr. Chairman, the um, the as you enter the back, the yellow sign that I can't read. Mm -hmm. Is that an instruction? Yeah, that's for the car wash instructions to put the car in neutral and how to use the car wash and everything. They're one up there now? Yeah, one that now. one they wanted it replaced with a new face. So, so as I look at your the ground mounted, which is replacing it, um, you could get the four colors on that one just by eliminating the bubbles. 
I would. Pro yeah, because mm -hmm, the bubbles have right. more, like three colors. It looks and like then two colors. And on the the sign um, at the entrance, you could probably get that one to four colors, couldn't you? If on which just, one? The directional? Yeah. No, or the instructional, the instructional. The instructional. Um, yeah, we can try and get our graphics guy to yeah, see how he can narrow that I mean, down. If it's just instructions, then it, it's, it's not really rebranding. It's just mm -hmm. a list of instructions. Okay. And you wanted four colors on that one, you said? Yeah, because that, that way you don't have a, there's no deviation then. Okay. And then three on the... Well, no, you actually have, without the bubbles, you have four. You have green, red, yellow, and white. Okay. So no bubbles. Thank you. I just thought we'd take, we should be able to take care of the, the mm -hmm. color one right off the bat. Now what is the, if you know, what is the current size of your instructions now? Um, is it the same size they are, as this? Yeah, they are the same exact size. That's what I thought. We're just sliding a new one in. That's all it is. And your directional, is that the same, the three by three now? Yeah. The existing mm -hmm. one? Same size, yeah. So basically all we're adding is the lightning wash on there, on the wall with the letters. Okay. Is the, um, is the lightning bolt itself necessary? That's part of the logo. <laughs> so. I'm just wondering as far as ways to bring the uh, total area of the signage down. Yeah. Um. Well, they did. The, the one on the side, the one on the side is 13 and a half inches for the lettering. The one on the front is 16 and a half. So you can lose four feet just by switching the signs. Oh, by, by using the smaller one on the front? Using the one that was supposed to be on the side on the front. With the smaller lightning bolt? Yeah. Okay. No, well, I mean, you're, yeah. It's a smaller sign. Smaller, it's smaller lettering, yeah. So it would be using the, the one that has the 13 and a half inch letters and putting that one on the front and, and eliminating the, the one from the side. Um. Okay. I understand what you just said. The, the front one has 16 and a half inch letters. The side one is 13, oh, 13 and a half. Yeah. We already talked about taking one off the yeah, side. We'll make the front one use, smaller. Yeah, it yeah, looks I think, a, it, I think it's a little large. Yeah, so it looks a little bit squeezed in there. Um, between those cornice trims, it's gonna be, uh, yeah. from viewing angles, would be cut off. So this may work out better for visibility. Um, so take the total area from 35 to 50 nominally. Mm -hmm. But in that, yeah. currently there are 35 right without the, the same right. right I don't know how they did that they made, they made it quite a bit smaller but they stretched it wider. it's real wrong it's one inch different <clears throat> it doesn't I think maybe they just printed it out the same could be it doesn't look the so do you have any objections to any of these suggestions no okay not at all um, and then, uh, Miss, Mr. Jansen, you mentioned that this would bring the total area to what? About 50. About 50. 50. So, hmm? 50 so from 69, 69 down to 57? 
50.7. Okay. That would. Sorry, go ahead. What is what when you have this directional one when you come they have lightning wash with the arrow mm -hmm. and then why do you have that like it looks like a transit sign or something like that on the top of it yeah yeah that I'm, that's your, just their say. design that they give us that's their logo that Probably they the choose board. for the graphic yeah it's called light is it all over. Oh, it fell over. I just said it's off over. Yeah, looks like a lightning bolt on the side. I thought the lightning bolt was their kind of their logo, but then they say, and you say you have that on there. It's the lightning wash and the lightning bolt. Okay. So that, as discussed, then that eliminates one deviation altogether, right? The colors. It changes the deviation um, from six wall signs down to five. And it changes the uh, sign area from 69 down to 50. Um, is, is everybody okay with any objections to proceeding with this in that manner? Um, no, I would think that we, we could probably go ahead with this, but we probably need them to give us a shot of the sign you know, what they've changed it to the four colors, just to verify it before. Um, yeah, it could probably go to Scott to just, we could put yeah. it in the motion that, could, that to be verified, four colors be verified to Scott. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would think that's probably the easiest way. That way we can give her an approval. Yeah. And, and then Scott can check it. Thank you. Okay. Now, just to make sure I'm removing the one on the side of the building and Correct. using the smaller letters above the exit. Correct. Okay, just want to make sure. And see if you, and I don't know if this is a typo or what, but in terms of you reduce the size of the letters, yet the width of the letters remain the same. Yeah. It is one inch difference. If you reduce the size of the letters, that should come in, which would help you on that front because, as Eric mentioned, it's kind of squeezing against the gutters. That so, one, um, I'm not sure. I mean? Yeah, I see what you mean, how it's the same exact measurement. Because the one with the lightning bolt, with the smaller one, it's 13 foot 10 inches, and the other one's only an inch longer. As far as, like, the word goes, they're the same exact one. Well, take, take a look at that, because that doesn't seem right. But okay, I'll have them like double it should check. be less than 13, 10. Um, how would you like to take a look at that um, if we're if we're having a conversation about approving this evening with the colors to be verified by Scott if, um, you think we want to have her come back no not for that no okay um, I trust her <laughs> okay all right I move for approval of 
three permanent signs, two wall and one ground for the True North Car Wash at 8952 Brecksville Road as described in the sign permit application and drawings by Jenkins Sign Company dated May 3rd, 2023 and detailed as follows. One, nine square foot non-illuminated ground directional sign replacement. One, 10.88 square foot non-illuminated information sign replacement. One, 15.56 square foot non-illuminated wall identification sign contingent on city council's approval of the following deviations a deviation from section 1187.09 c requirement that one wall sign be permitted to allow five wall signs a deviation from section 1187.09 c requirement that wall signs be on the front of the building to allow three signs on the rear of the building and and um, that would be it. Second, Mr. Chairman. Oh, sorry, I meant on that one line. Oh, okay. I wasn't done on the whole read. A deviation from section 1187.09 B1, which allows a maximum sign area of 30 square feet to allow 50.7. And contingent upon review by the building department to verify four colors. Second, Mr. Chairman. Ms. Cardos? Yes. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Well, thank you. I'm going to get all this taken care of. Thank you so much. Everyone have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, next up, Plant Love Botanicals at 8912 Brecksville Road. If you're here for the signage, please step up. State oh, your hello. name and spelling for the record. Uh, Marko Yakanovich, M-A-R-K-O, last name J-O-K-A-N-O-V-I-C. Could you spell that J-O-K? A-N-O-V-I-C. Thank you. Thank you. Could you please explain the application and, and walk us through? Yes. Uh, where the Paul Bar Art Gallery is, there's a sign up front. We're just putting a same sign, different letters. Where it's ABC Art and Coin right next to it. That's, it's going to be the same awning, just the letters are going to change from Paul Bar Art Studios to Plant Love Botanicals. And in that, it looks like... Um, if I'm reading this correctly, uh, the gallery had five and a quarter inch letters and you're applying for seven inch, seven inch letters. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, and just to clarify also so that you're aware, there's two deviations um, to permit an awning sign in the right of way, which it's already there. And that awning signs be located a minimum height of eight feet to allow seven and a half, of which it's the same awning and the same height. Yes. Okay. Um, and then you've provided uh, an example here of the different size letters, and I have an asterisk, nest, asterisk next to the one that has a capital first letter and then lowercase 
for the other. Just want to clarify that that is the one that you intend to put on the sign? Yes, that is okay. the one, correct. Does anybody have any questions or concerns regarding going from five and a quarter to seven inch letters? Mr. Chairman, it's just an opportunity with two of the three adjacent facilities vacant to aesthetically, if we wish to establish consistency, both of the height and the style of lettering, you know, with the one that's already existing, which is uh, ABC is caps and five and a quarter. And I don't know if there's a restriction on the total area of this. It's, it's not being treated as a wall sign, I don't think. Monica? Mr. Chair, there is no restriction on area for the canopy signs. Okay. Um, Mr. Jansen, if I understand your suggestion correctly, um, perhaps establishing that they all be the same size? Yeah, I don't cool. think that's a bad idea. Correct. Or font. Or both. And, and style. Both. And I mean, because the other two are all caps. Brexville Nutrition's yeah, out. Brexville right? Nutrition goes away. Mm -hmm. Right. Ellen Seven. I like the way the ABC Art and Coin Exchange looks, size wise. It exists. Yeah. I mean, would that be objectionable, sir? I mean, I, I'm sure that'll be fine. It makes sense to me, all of, all of it to look good. You know, I grew up in Brexville. I like to look good. If, too, if you so. make them all caps, it'll, yeah. it'll extend it out if yeah. it's not part of your logo. I'm sure I can talk her into it. <laughs> okay. So that would be um, five and a quarter inches and all caps. And then um, that's what we would be looking for. I have to assume we have to, to figure out the. Mr. Chair, sorry, just sorry to interrupt. Um, so there isn't a coverage percentage requirement, but there is a size requirement for that it be a, a maximum of five square feet. repeat that please there's a requirement that for the canopy signs that there's a maximum sign face area of five square feet okay. we'll be under that so we just don't know what we are somebody has to calculate it or just assume it's under yeah because yeah, yeah. as I read this at five and a quarter it's it's, it's at 3.25 correct Is that, if I read yeah. it it's, I think that's at seven that's at seven because they were proposing seven I got gotcha. you so if we're at five and a quarter it would be well under we're gonna be under it yeah. just don't know how much under but do we care about font um again to keep it consistent you know he, he can add it all caps but if it's not should. the same font yeah i think if you're going to do the size you do the font right. as well yes um do we is there um we know what ABC Art and Coin font is. Either look it up or go to a. It's all text. No, the font style. Oh, the font style. Like oh, the font style. Roman, Roman or Arial or. We can find that out. Say to match it. <laughs> yeah, if we say to match, yeah. that way we can approve them this evening. Okay. Um, do you have any objection to that? To the, match the font style of ABC Art and Coin? Yeah. Not at all. Okay. Um, so if we move to 
to proceed with five and a quarter inch letters, all caps, match ABC coin. Are you, are you okay with that? Yes. Okay. And again, I would let Scott Packard in the building department have the option to verify that. Okay. So they don't put it up and it's wrong and then correct. Okay. I move for approval and building department issuance of a permit for a permanent non-illuminated awning identification sign for Plant Love Botanicals at 8912 Brexville Road, Brexville, Ohio. Permanent parcel number 6013101015. As to say, um, with five and a quarter inch letters, all capitals, with the font to match ABC Art and Coin Exchange. and conditional on city council's approval of the following deviations from section 1187.06 a5 to permit an awning sign in the right of way and from section 1187.06 a2 that awning signs be located at a minimum height of eight feet above the finished sidewalk to allow 7.5 feet and can contingent on the approval of the building department to match these characteristics. Second. second. Mr. <laughs> Go ahead, Councilman. Second. Councilman Seconds. Mr. Chairman, can I ask you one more question before you? Yes, you may. Uh, what exactly is your business, please? Uh, aromatherapy and skin care. Aromatherapy and skin care. It's my wife's thing. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Ms. Cardos? Yes. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. So right. you have your Am approval? I gonna get an email or something with all this information? Thank you. Okay, next up is Stretch Lab at 7590 Chippewa Road. If you are here for Stretch Lab, please step up to the podium. Please state your name and spelling for the record. Ryan Singer, R-Y-A-N-S-I-N-G-E-R. <clears throat> okay. And Samuel Kostuk, C-O-S-T-I-U-C. Thank you. Um, so you were here in the last meeting, but uh, go ahead and walk us through your application. Um, sure. Um, so last meeting, which was the 25th of May, we presented um, our plans for signage for Stretch Lab, which is a new company. Uh, we plan to open up in late July, early August. Uh, one of those five deviations was approved. That was the temporary signage that'll be up in our storefront for about 30 days. Um, it's not up yet, but it will be shortly. Um, there were four additional deviations that were up for approval. Um, none of them were approved and more information was requested by the commission. Um, one of those is related to the size of our permanent sign. The second is related to total sign area. The third 
is related to the volume of window signs. One uh, is the code we're presenting to. And the third is related to the contents of the vinyl door sign, um, which included a, um, an application for a uh, social media handle uh, to our Instagram and Facebook profiles. So we've put together a package, a revised package per the request of the commission with three options uh, in relation to the primary sign, uh, wall sign. One is uh, adherent to code, it's 10.9 square feet. One is the initial proposal, which is 19.3 square feet. And the third is in between the two, which is 13.9 square feet. We initially requested 19.3 square feet to be uh, close in, in size and alignment to um, the, the other signs in the in the center in particular courtyard cafe which will be directly next to us and so we are um, we are requesting approval of the 19.3 but we wanted to show those three options um, for the consideration of the Commission so we can start there and happy to answer any questions okay so regarding options a B and C um, So it looks like one foot seven inch letters, one foot four and an eighth inch letters, and one foot two and three eighth inch letters. Um, any questions or comments from the commission preferences? Mr. Chairman, I was not here. Which one was actually provided the first time? The, the very first one. So option a, a at one foot seven and, and the discussion at nine, at, nine, at nine foot 10 inches in length. Correct. So we asked them to look at other options, and um, so that's B and C. First of all, thank you for doing that. This is an excellent presentation. We had some help from Monica, so thank you. I just think the smaller one gives them a little bit more room in there. It, otherwise, it looks really crowded on that front wall. But you're referring to option C. I'm looking at, no, well, even B. B. Okay. Even, I mean, even yeah. B. Yeah, B um, to me looks better than A. Yeah. I don't think you have to, in my opinion, you don't have to go down to C. That's no. almost getting too small. I agree with you, Ron. And unfortunately, you're battling against nails and spa, which somehow we made a mistake somewhere along the line with that one. That was before me. Um, and Mr. Chairman, I think with the information uh, Monica provided us, the plaza has a lot of deviations in their signs, just that probably have occurred over time. And not that that does, set, does or does not set a precedent, but you know, I think if we can add some uniformity to the discussion going forward, that, that could be helpful. Certainly. Um. I think the information provided gives us a good basis as we go forward. Mm -hmm. Thank you for putting this together. I, looking at this, I think B is just what, what we're looking for. It's not as big. It doesn't. It's, it's yeah. farther from the adjacent sign, the gun and tackle sign, or so it gives a little more room. Looks like it's yeah. where it should be. But it's not so small that C is too small. Yeah, C is too small. Okay, there seems to be some support for option B. Um, do you have any objection 
to uh, proceeding with option B? Um, I think it's a matter of preference. So other than my preference, I think I'll, I'll defer. So thank you. Okay. Um, and then uh, the other items that were discussed at the last meeting was the, um, the window signs. I, I, yeah, I honestly don't, I don't know how many deviations we have from that, but I don't have a problem with the window signs. I think it's very well done tastefully. And yeah, I, I think last time one of them was the discussion that we allowed one and they had two. Yeah. Um, but it looks, the, the two looks appropriate. They're down low, they, they're, they're simple, they're not big obnoxious signs. Um, I, I would describe them as tastefully done. Uh, Since we cut some off of the top, we can lower them on the bottom. So, yeah. can't do that again. Well, I so, think it balances out everything too. Good. If there's only one, it would it would be on the end. Yeah. So, does, does anyone have any objection to the two window signs? No. No. Okay. No, Mr. Chair, I think we just need to be aware of the precedent. Yeah. Setting against the code was recently changed. I agree with the comments that were made, but, but we just need to be aware that we're setting precedent. Um, okay, so then the other one was. It's not as bad as open signs. The <laughs> young ones. Um, so the other deviation was regarding that they're allowed one sign displaying days and hours of operation, and it's displaying. Uh, phone number, website, and social media information. Well, I guess the, yeah. So I know we talked around that one a little bit last time um, because that one's setting a precedent with, uh, I don't think we've had anyone come in looking to put social media information on it or, or they're just doing it after they open. It's a sign of the times on electric cars. Um, In, in, any objections to the uh I social media still to be honest with you because I, I just don't see it as necessary i, mean, I, I don't want to put anyone on the spot but a comment was made at the last meeting that i thought was relevant was that people don't need that to look them up so all they need is the name so i think whatever is whatever is decided upon it's got to be done with the understanding that this is what we as a commission deem is acceptable at any and every yeah yes. everyone does and, that, and i'm not talking all. about strictly precedence but i'm just talking about uniformity yeah my, my point is simply you know, the law department went through a great through a great deal of time and effort to come up with what we have right now it excludes these i don't know what the argument would be to have them. what is what, I, does, I don't what does it exclude right now Dom? it doesn't allow the uh, the website social media information that they'd like to include so I, I again if we do it for them then i think we have to do it for everyone and uh, i guess maybe we should have asked the law director for for comment uh, but um, i don't think it's a big deal but again you know the code was just recently rewritten so it excludes that and so you you had just looked at it so 
in this in the strict letter of the code we're allowed just the days and hours of operation I didn't go back to the code. I just know they're asking reading for the website and social media. I could pull In the code, it allows the hours of operation and an emergency off-site phone number. Right. Okay. This is different than what you submitted last time. This one, if correct me if I'm wrong, you've, you've got two options, it looks like. The first one has the website, and the second one has a QR code. Is that correct? Correct. So we wanted to provide some options so that you guys could... Okay. decide what looks best if if anything at all so the qr code is new we did have the website in the in the first one as well as the social media handle and the initial um, packet that we put together okay so this time it, the, that's the other uh difference was the first one had the twitter instagram facebook mm -hmm. handles this one just has the website so uh, from my standpoint like the handles because social media is constantly changing like you're you know new new platforms are coming out there is that something that we want to put i i don't i, I kind of feel if we want again consistently if we're going to put a website then we would do that for potentially anyone else coming in but that's that's out there the websites aren't necessarily changing as much as different social media platforms coming on yeah, it would seem that the web address and the QR code are probably unnecessary. I think it was. I th yeah, I mean, I don't mention in the last meeting. You Google it, and you, you have it. Yeah. Or, or whichever. Search. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know if we necessarily need QR codes are here, but. It, Again, is that going to change in two to three years that, that people are going to use QR codes? I mean, it, it, if we want to have the web address, that's, that's a little bit that's been around for longer. But, um, you know, I'm just thinking of. This may be something that we actually get Mr. Maddie's opinion on. Chain, you know, on this, on this, type, this item, just yeah, for the I fact think. is that it's written a certain way for a reason. Yeah, I, I know this seems trivial, and I don't... Well, how does the code read, Don? Do you have it there? Oh, it's just, this is, this is not cited as being allowed, the website and social media. And I, you know, we don't say excluding, we just say what, what is allowed in code. So. Mr. Chair, so it, just on that note, so they don't actually need approval if they only have hours of operation and the emergency phone number. Okay. So it's not explicitly stated, and they don't need approval if they just have those items, so that's why it's included. Okay, so if it, just to play that through, if it were to take off the web address and the QR code, they can just go put it up. They don't even need the, okay. Um, they just need approval for two of them. Correct. Well, we have them do that, and then we can check with Maddie on the other thing. You want yeah, I just want to be respectful mm -hmm. to you know, the law department. Maybe they'll say it's not a big deal, but it's it's probably worth worth the question. Um, okay, do do you understand that that discussion that you can just put up your hours of operation and phone number, and there's there's no um, approval required from the, from this commission. Um, we can't, 
if you want to pursue it, we'll, go, we'll talk to our law director and get an opinion regarding the web address and the QR code. And um, just be, because as Mr. Sharia explained, we just had our sign ordinance rewritten not long ago and, yep. and this wasn't included. So um, we don't want to um, counter the code that was just written. So that being said, we could go through, um, we can provide approval for option B in that deviation. And then that would also account for the maximum sign square footage for oh, combined. And then also to allow two window signs. It, it seemed like everybody was okay with that. Um, is, is everybody okay proceed? Are you okay as the applicant proceeding with that? Just to clarify, um, option B for the uh, uh, permanent wall sign. Correct. We're approving the deviation for the two window signs. Yes. And then we are, I, I suppose, abstaining for today on the social media handle and the QR code and the website yes. to be determined later. But we can go ahead and move the hours of operation and the phone number into production and get going on that. Correct. That we we can actually take that off the application okay. because it's it's not needed. Um, okay, um, Ms. Barkowitz, what is our if we go with option B? What is our um, total square foot come to? Because B is thirteen point nine square feet. Mr. Chair, if you include the signs that were approved at the previous meeting, you would be at 20.3. 20.3? Correct. And that from the last meeting, that was the canopy sign? The canopy sign, the 1.6 square foot um, logo decal. Okay. Someone might want to check my math, though. I'll, I'll, double, I'll double check it. It's all similar now. You gotta recalculate it. So she just did. Yeah. So I move for approval and building department issuance of sign permits for Stretch Lab 7590 Chippewa Road, Brexville, Ohio, as described in the application dated April 17, 2023, and drawings by Stratus, including one. 13.9 square foot permanent wall identification sign noted as option B, one 0 0.3 square foot window sign, and one 0 0.4 square foot window sign. Conditional upon approval by city council of the following deviations from section 1187.09C that the maximum size of a single sign face area for wall identification signs to be 11 square feet to allow a maximum of 13.9 square feet for the permanent wall identification sign. From section 1187.09C that the maximum sign square footage permitted for the building unit is 14.67 square feet to allow a maximum of 20.3 square feet. From section 1187.09C that one window sign is permitted in lieu of a wall identification sign to allow two window signs listing the general type of goods sold or services rendered. 
Second, Mr. Chairman. Ms. Cardos? Yes. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Cato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, that concludes our signs for the evening and brings us into our reports. Mr. Stuckey, do you have a report from council this evening? No report. Thank you. Mr. Mayor, do you have a report this evening? No, I do not. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Wise, do you have a report this evening? No report. Okay, that concludes our reports for the evening. And um, that would conclude our regular meeting and we will move into our work session. First up on the agenda for the work session is D. Geronimo Companies, Valor Acres Mixed Use Phase One, Miller Road and Brexville Road. If you're here for this, you're already at the podium. Please state your name for the record. Kevin D. Geronimo. Good evening, Planning Commission. Thank you for having us again. It's been a little while since we've last been here. Um, in short, we are seeking final planning approval for the first building of the mixed-use phase of Valor Acres. We refer to it as Building I. As a reminder, Building I is also the proposed location of our headquarters for D. Geronimo Companies, Independence Construction, Independence Excavating, and D. Geronimo Development. My colleagues uh, tonight, Josh Decker, David Krebs. David Krebs represents our partner in design, AODK. In case there's any questions on some of the materiality or any of the design-related items of our submission. And as a reminder, in previous submissions, um, we've been approved, and I'm in general terms, I don't, I don't mean to be technical, I'll leave that to Josh, but um, uh, for mass uh, dirt and excavation work, as well as preliminary um, roadscape. And that work is pending right now in engineering with Mr. Wise's office, as well as other municipal entities like the county. Um, our hope is that we will be able to start physical work very soon, um, almost immediately. Later this month is our, is our intended um, groundbreaking and moving forward into actual construction. From a long-term timeline, our goal, or actually really our deadline, is to be in our space by 12-1 of 2024, which is a pretty aggressive schedule from, this, uh, from where we're at today, but we are prepared for that. Um, I don't have much of a presentation other than to say a not a lot has has changed from the previous if anything really from the previous preliminary submissions but there's things that have been furthered in actual design um, we've been working with the Brexville uh, team to really confirm what in fact that is so I'll, I'll sort of hand that off to you Monica if you wouldn't mind given that summary of where we uh, where we're at today all right, thank you, Kevin. So before the Planning Commission tonight is a request for final business plan development area approval for Office Building I for the foundation, building envelope, and facade only. 
and as part of that request is a proposed business subdivision that would include um, the creation of parcel lines around the proposed building so it is consistent with respect to the preliminary plans that were approved but at this point in time the applicant is just seeking approval for the building itself only at this at this um, point in the process and I think at this point I would hand it over to Josh and then answer any questions that the Planning Commission might have in respect to the code sections or or anything else So then looking through the submittal, I think the, the large items are, are those that were brought up about the facade as it was to some of the overhangs, how they had ended in the building, um, review of the, the one main facade and corners. Those would really be the, the only changes that you're going to see on here. We've also clarified on the facade drawings, which areas we're just stating would be future by tenant for clarity those are uh, bubbled in the blue that would be future retail that is not determined this time we would be coming back for that separately other than that we would open it to questions um, mr weiss do you have anything to add i mean if we're we only talking about the foundation and the building then no okay um So, Mr. Chairman, if I, if, I, if I could, I just please. Why are we? What is the purpose of taking this out and doing just this item as its own? Are Are you specifically talking about the site work first? The just, yeah, the just building. Doing I so by, by allowing the building, that allows us to get started in the process for the building while we continue to work through the site work itself. In all, we want to come back. We, we presented a plan for the landscaping around the building over what what we have discussed is coming back in total for that final um, final bpda that would include the street sidewalks streetscaping etc that is all combined and thought through as a total instead of looking at this and then needing to revise this based on the design of future buildings that we're still working through so this allows us to start and meet deadlines needed for that building while that is still getting worked through and we've shown the basis for what that would be yeah, we included the context so that there's it's not blank and so you can see where we're where we're thinking but we thought it would be more efficient to come when we're looking for the entire sites landscape hardscape site work so that we can look at it in totality in a in a vacuum we were we were um, more prepared to address long-term things like such as lighting and such um, because some of these tie to each other and we're in the midst of designing the entire site if that makes sense this is the first time it's been brought up that it's going to be its own subdivision, correct? Correct. It was contemplated that there will be uh, that were there was going to be some, but the original plan um, did not contemplate this building being a subdivision. Uh, the reason for it, quite frankly, is the market for getting this building started, financed. All those things have a lot, lot longer lead times than they did when we previously talked, and so we want to make sure that we're able to stay on schedule for this building. And I guess, Monica, my only question is, um, have, have we discussed this with Mr. Maddie, whether there's any ramifications for doing it this way? Correct. We have. And I actually requested a legal opinion from Mr. Maddie 
And if, um, if Mr. Chair would like, I can read that aloud. Uh, yes, please. And would you like me to kind of paraphrase that request as well that I made to him? It does reference the applicable code sections, and it might give more clarity to his response. I won't read it verbatim, though, because it's a couple, and be another couple pages. And before you read, I want to apologize because I, I got distracted into a side conversation. <coughs> so this is responding to from Mr. Maddie on which question? Making this its own subdivision. Okay. Okay, so I'll just kind of do a brief overview of the code sections that were utilized as part of this request for a legal opinion on the subdivision of land um, that is being requested. So the applicable code sections are 1155, which regulates the business plan development area. And that code section references chapter 1195, which pertains to development plans. And it allows for <coughs> the subdivision of land as part of the development plan approval process. Um, so just to ensure, I won't get too far into the weeds um, because it's very easy to do with some of these code sections, uh, but I will read uh, Mr. Maddie's legal opinion on the matter. He says, after my review of the Valor Acres mixed use BPDA, preliminary plan application documentation for proposed parcels 2A and 2B in all applicable building code sections, including sections 115.08, and various provisions of chapter 1195. It is my opinion as law director that planning commission has the broad, broad conditional use authority to review the proposed BPDA and either grant or deny approval of the proposed subdivision of land, parentheses 2A and 2B, and future similar subdivisions of land as part of its BPDA conditional use review. However, I strongly recommend that Section 5 of the proposed access easement include language mandating that future planning commission and city council approvals are necessary for any future termination, change, modification, or amendment of such access easement. So he's referencing the access easement documentation that you received in your packets to add a section that would include that provision for the Planning Commission City Council approval of any further changes. Right, so we need that in whatever motion is made, correct? Correct. Thank you, Monica, that was excellent. That was my biggest worry about this was what the, the Mr. Maddie would have to say about going forward, whether we would, what we would need to make sure that we're still on task and have the ability to make decisions on this stuff. Okay, so if I heard correctly, the access easement to the, the is that to the road that will go internal? What, what is the access providing the easement to? So that addresses all common areas. So it'll continue throughout the center. Everyone would be part of the center would become part of that access agreement. Anything that is not defined inside of a parcel or building itself is common space and therefore the easement applies to those. Um, in conjunction with that, we had comments on the plat that we will continue to work through and obviously add the language that, that legal would require for the easement itself. Okay. Um. Just making sure I understand it in non-lawyer terms. Everything that's common area is the easement. Is that that's correct? In, right now, 
Okay, I didn't know we were talking about the parse. I thought when you said building and foundation, we were only talking about the building and foundation, and then this was going to be separate. But since we're getting into the parcel, so right now the entire what they have today labeled as 2A would be your common area. I mean, obviously it's going to be reduced in the future by every little parcel that's made for these building envelopes, but everything else would be the common the common use area, ingress, egress, until it's reduced. Is there intent? And we're just gonna make sure that that's expressed on this on the map and they're in their agreement. Okay. Um, so regarding the property line and its relationship to the building, um, in the floor plan, sheet A1.1. You define the, the um, one dimension of the building or, or the drawing defines it as 120 feet and the property line shows 129 feet. So the property is bigger than the building, which of course states the obvious and makes sense. But in the northwest corner, we're showing uh, canopies that are projecting out off of the building. Are those overhanging the property line? They would be over the property line. However, no structure or support for those would be over the property line. So it would be common with awnings, items of those. We've not dictated the, the size, I guess, giving an, the easement addresses those going into common space. We're not placing any structure. This is just a curiosity question. If you have this entire open slate you can draw the property line anywhere you want. Why would you not draw it to include the canopy? So the idea of being the common area and what, how maintenance is addressed throughout the center and, and portioning that out, there'll be other instances in future buildings where we may not know the canopy. So typically we will say within the five foot bounds because that's gonna get us frost slabs and items like those that would be inherent to the storefront. Other items could vary. So there, you know, if something were to change in an, a canopy, and we could hear, by all means, that canopy is a defined item here. But um, let's say, for instance, that a restaurant came in and on their facade wanted to add one, it, it could go beyond that five foot. And so we typically stay with the five foot, knowing the easements will address those items because otherwise, it's it's kind of a forever changing item. Okay, Mr. Wise, what do you think of that? I mean, as long as it, well, it's a building, so it would be a building definition, but I mean, the one thing I did here, if it has no foundation. There, yeah. goes outside of the realm of this commission. It's Scott Packard's realm, but there are, and Mr. Krebs is fully aware, there's limitations on overhanging property lines. He'll address that, not our role. That's why I asked the question. So I'm not gonna get into that conversation because it's not our, but I was just asking the question was, if you could include it, why not? And then you avoid the, the discussion. So, so be it. Um, then with the property, um, 
So you're defining a separate property. You have common area. And in our discussion all along, uh, Mr. Shear, you've mentioned about listing variances. So um, because it includes only the building, there's parking that's outside of it, there's green space that's outside of it, that sort of stuff. Do we have a listing of which variances are being sought in relation to this property that, that we didn't see in a previous submission? Or how is that addressed? I mean, you, so, you tell me. So via the PDA, it's not a variance. It's something it's that we define and you have deviation. the right. Fair, fair. You, you have okay. the right to approve. You know. And so per our previous submission, which we had gone through with preliminary, we've changed none of those setbacks. We've redefined that property bounds, but we have not moved from the roadway. We've not changed our parking. We've not changed any of the other items. We have defined that property line and, and saying that none of those have changed and via the PDA, or excuse me, the preliminary BPDA, it's not a defined item where we'd be going from that parcel. We're going from the original BPDA. So our, our deviation is the conversation where we started last time. So regarding the setbacks and things, I agree, and even the whole common area, but as far as the documentation listing, that there are, th this is now its own property, so there are things that are outside of it, deviation, so that um, w whatever the criteria, parking is, is taken care of in common space. Um, when, when we make the recommendation to council, any of these things that are listed, or any of these things that are required, we need to list them. So we have a property that introduces these different items and I acknowledge they're all, it's all the same thing you discussed last time and they're preliminary. So it's administrative to some degree, but we don't have that listing. This parcel had not been proposed. Correct. So it's the same overall one, but the parcel is new. So it changes the deviations that are listed for this parcel. Um, and from a conceptual standpoint of the overall shop or overall district, it doesn't change anything. So it, it's really just administrative of having that listing and, and, and we don't have that listing, that there's X number of parking spaces on it. So the deviation would be that these other parking spaces are accommodated in common space. Um, I, I, we address that in the, the BPDA. Maybe I'm not, I, I'm, I guess I'm not, in the preliminary we address it. Maybe this is something else we need to clarify with the law. Is. I think what the chairman is saying, we've, we've created, you're proposing to create a parcel that has its own property lines. We're not talking about the greater, what do we call it, area two, or the, the, the first parcel that was created for the entire BPDA. And so our expectation typically is that um, you would have to look at, we would have to look at the setbacks from your proposed building to that property line that you're creating. Not, we're not talking about going to the street right of way, um, the curbs, et cetera. So for instance, um, section 1155 says there shall be a minimum 12 foot side yard for every building. So we need to know what is the side yard from your proposed building to this new lot line that you're be establishing. There's to be a minimum 40 foot rear yard. Um, there's the parking requirements that's in 1183. Now, my own take is the planning commission can do all this, 
and as, as Josh indicated, they would be treated as deviations. But in our report to council, we just need to cite, you know, what the changes, what the what would otherwise be considered variances for another project. Uh, there's also a section on trash receptacles. A trash receptacle would typically, per this code, be provided on the sublot or on the lot for that building. Clearly, it won't be in this case, so we need to reference it. Does that make sense? So, so the setback of the building, as discussed previously, let's just say in one direction it was 45. Was it 45? I don't remember. Was it 45? Or 30, 30, 30, and 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, and then the, the green space was the other So the 50. building is still 30 to that. That dimension is still the same. Nothing's changed, but you've introduced a property line. So now there's a setback that is, I, you'll have to tell us, it's four feet. Yeah, we don't, we didn't, I'm sorry, Mr. Chairman. Go ahead. I was just saying, coming into this meeting, we did not have a site plan that shows the new proposed property or parcel with its property lines and where the building will sit within that parcel. Does that make sense, Mr. Yeah. Weiss? And that's, and frankly, that's required by code as part of the application, even in the DPDA. So is that something that we could address um, conditionally and post-meeting of providing that list? We've not changed from the BPDA. We've not changed setbacks, nor moved building, nor anything else, or parking I counts and et cetera. how we would make the motion, because we need to reference the, the motion manners in the motion. The motion, by us making a motion, is recommendation to council. So in order to make that recommendation, we have to list the deviations that we're recommending to council. So if we don't have those, it's administrative, but it, 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 it's part of the process. We don't, we don't have that listing to make that recommendation to council. Um, otherwise, I, I guess we're recommending to council for a list of deviations that we're gonna tell you later. Mr. Chair, if I may just step in for a second. Please. Um, so, due to the nature of the BPDA request, the, the motion captures just the BPDA approval itself, and it references the application, and we haven't, to this point, listed every single deviation, because we don't look at these deviations as, as we would with a sign or a solar panel where we're listing a specific deviation. This is part of the BPDA process, gives the Planning Commission the broad, the broad authority to recommend the application itself with those deviations. Right. So we did not do that for the preliminary plan approval, or you rather you did not do that for the preliminary plan approval. It was rather uh, the motion captured approval of the plan itself. Mr. Shree has asked in the, in the past that they provide that and Mr. Larmer has so that they would provide that so we would know what's actually different and they're not deviations because it's a beat it's, it's a planned community so it's, they're not deviations but you've asked for that well they before. well yeah. they would be deviations so the director's point we can do it I'm not saying we can't do it but we need to recognize what those deviations would be so and if you're asking if you're asking for approval for the building now the foundations that's going to establish the building line and its distance from lot lines. Um, I mean, I can cite the sections of code that I think apply, and it's in 1155. 
1155 does say the application, the, the development should comply with the standards and regulations for the district in which the BPDA is being located. So we still have to always go back. So we have the broad authority to recommend to council that we deviate from them, but we, we need to reference them because the code goes on to say that the application shall include all requested deviations from the city codes. So it, it's, pre, it's pretty straightforward. I'm, we can do this. I expect the commission will do this, but procedurally we just need to do it correctly. I mean, we can go back to, and ask the law director. And, and the building hasn't moved. So from that standpoint, we're not looking at anything new except that you introduced a property line that wasn't there before. And I know this is an imaginary line, but it creates administratively things that we need to identify in order to move the thing along. So yeah, it, I, it doesn't I, change the con the overall concept, but there's I, there's information that is, uh, we'll say, absent in order to make that recommendation. Is there a reason he just didn't go to the to the street? on that corner there was there i mean obviously you didn't want to show the landscaping and all that you want to take that out but wouldn't that just be a cleaner cleaner item mr the, chairman you can go down a little bit of a rabbit hole with how and why we, we segregated i think we were trying to address that a little bit as in your your question mr Lamer and uh, mr stuckey i i think I think we feel a little bit differently. I, th I think we feel a little bit more that, that, we, that the broad approval is available. It's been stated and we've definitely talked about it in the past and in the, in the preliminary and the conceptuals and we're prepared to go through those six or seven items now so that they're on record, hoping for planning commission approval or administratively following up with the formality of it, um, pending uh, a hopeful approval. You know, I, I do want to. I do want to focus on the fact that this is this is this is urgently important to us to keep this ball rolling. And if, if we if we miss another cycle and have to go step backwards, that 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 really does, that's a problem for us. Um, we're we're further beyond than what we previously contemplated, quite frankly. So, whatever it takes, if we want to go through those items now and state them so they're on record, happy to talk through those now. Um, so that if, if that's what it takes. I, I'm not opposed to it, but I, I can't say that I have myself a checklist of which items. I mean, that requires a, a review of the whole ordinance to determine which things might apply. Um, so I, I don't I don't have that. I mean, if so, if it, it would. I believe it's only four, but we don't have the BPDA criteria would be where you would be deviating. So I'm confident, and I know, and and I understand what you're talking about. But um, you know, in my discussions with with Kevin and Josh and their team, you know, they, they're aware of, you know, the, the need for, for this, I guess you could say arbitrary building line. Um, so I think if we took it one by one, I think they could definitely have a yeah, nice. I, we're happy to talk through it. I, I guess our general feeling was that, again, the, 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 the preliminary BPDA, we were discussing specifics and we were trying to um, set up the equivalent of deviations but they weren't technical because we're going it through the bpda and so now at final we're not deviating from those original conceptuals so from our view there really isn't a deviation we know we understand if we are looking at this purely one-on-one -on -one with one building yes we have that whole variance deviation list that so we just view this a little differently um, that doesn't make it right or wrong but i that's where our heads are if if 
for example, if we want to talk through new setbacks, I guess we can we can pull that info out and and I don't know if height comes back into question or some if, of these if, other. If we'd have had this the site plan that showed the building in the proposed new lot, we could have even done those calculations for you and we'd be ready tonight. But we didn't. It's in the civil sheet, one of one. It's in the almost very last page. Show the building. The one that was in the, the one that was in the packet, one of one, did not have the building. The I, I, one yeah. they gave us tonight. The one tonight has. Yeah, it. has has the building. And it's a reduced plan, so we can't scale it. Mr. Chair, may I make a suggestion? Please. So, what are your thoughts on going down the general development criteria list, addressing them item by item, and then <clears throat> so that captures it on the record? Um, the general. So, you're saying the list out of out of our ordinances? Is that what you're referencing? I, sorry, I missed that last you part. You said the, the list. Yeah, the listing under the business plan development area criteria. Um, so something wrong. I, I'm okay, but I'm, I'm one person. Is everybody else okay with that approach? How do you want to say? She's going to go down. Um, or do you want to, or, or are, you, are you referring to just going over setback information? or? Maybe I'm not understanding. Identify, Monica, like four items that would be possible deviations. Because again, we still have to go back to what is the requirement for a business district lot. And that would be the front yard setback, the side yard, um, rear, rear yard, and then the uh, minimum landscaped area. But maybe we could just reference, you know, subject to deviations for those deviations from those sections of code the extent of the deviations to be determined so those all of those deviations for for setbacks would be under 1155 32 and 31 and 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 31 There may be something that you would pick up that I missed, but you know, just in my review, there's. Why don't we go through them? Why don't we have okay. Monica or Kevin? Why don't we present you want me them? To do it. You, that's fine. Also, let's put just them on the record. I, and if someone disagrees, there's a lot of rector or the director. Ms. Barkowitz disagreed. I, I understand that, but 
deviations that I think we need to address uh, include uh, possibly a minute deviation from the minimum 12-foot side yard setback required for 1155.31C. A uh, possibly a, a deviation from minim the minimum 40-foot rear yard for 1155.31D. A uh, deviation from the requirement that trash receptacles be located on the lot for the building that they serve for 1155.31G. Trash receptacles interior to the building. Are they interior? Okay. Okay. Then we don't need to. Good. Um, and again, more than likely, a deviation from 1155.32's requirement of a minimum landscape yard of 25% if we're treating this as office building. And then, again, we have the, the power to address this, but deviations from the minimum parking requirements on this sublot per 1183.05C unless we invoke our discretion for 1183.06. But we would still reference in our report to council that we feel that you know, we can exercise that discretion. Just um, Mr. Chair and, and Mr. Sharia, there is a section under BPDA 115533D7 that that gives the planning commission the authority to um, to permit adjacent private or public parking areas. Right, and, and they, they, we cite that in, in eleven eighty three also. They they're, they're intertwined. I just think we need to we need to cite the the standard that would otherwise be applied. Is all I'm saying. So it's all doable. It's just getting it listed. I mean, if the commission is comfortable somehow making the motion so that, you know, that the, the extent of these deviations, if they are applicable, will be you know, determined with the applicant prior to this going to council, that would be one way to approach it, but I don't know that we've ever done that before. But again, not a deviation, because you have the authority to approve a plan. It doesn't state that you need to reference. It says in the code, the commission has authority to approve via PDA, such as setbacks and et cetera. We have the authority, but we should reference, I, and I believe I can find a section of the code that will tell you that in our report to council, we should acknowledge where, where we are, where our approval deviates from what would otherwise be required. I mean, this is, I referenced, uh, you know, all requested deviations from city codes are to be included in the general development plan. Um, and I think that applies on, uh, on an individual parcel basis. Again, maybe we could ask the law director, and if he says it's not necessary, fine. But um, I don't see how, how we divorce this from other sections of the code. All right, 
So how do we want to tackle going through these sections then? Well, I've just I, read the ones that I think apply. Okay. I had one other just question, Mr. Chairman. Um, so, again, we are creating a lot. I believe because we're just creating one lot, this is a minor subdivision. So we can proceed. We don't have to have a public hearing, et cetera. But if we're going to be creating a number of additional sublots, at some point, if you were to come, if you say you were to have come in today and you said, uh, we want to establish this, this lot for our headquarters building. We also want to establish this lot for the hotel. We also want to establish this lot for um, the, the grocery store, et cetera, et cetera. Once you get beyond five lots, do we have to treat this as a major subdivision? Why not change anything in practice, but now we have to, other procedures. We've got a public hearing we would have. To. Mr. Uh, Chair, if you wouldn't, um, if you wouldn't mind, I'm sorry for. No, that's okay. Sorry. I'm just asking the question. No, yeah, for sure. Um, so that was one of the items that was. That you talked to the law director about. Correct. So that was the the code section that was was referenced was 111508 multifamily business and industrial subdivisions. So you have minor subdivision, major subdivision, and then you have multifamily business and industrial subdivisions. And the mechanism for that code section regulation is 1121 and 1117, and it does have a, a different purview than the than the minor and major subdivision code sections. So we don't have to worry about. No, that's the, in. It's a really good question, Mr. Chairman. May I, please, Monica, in in your preparation of this for tonight, putting this packet together. You were in communication with the law director several times and in communication with the DiGeronimo company several times. Coming in here tonight, did you believe that the Planning Commission had the ability and the code behind them to give this approval tonight? Correct. And Law Director Maddie did review the entire application. So it's as part of my request for his legal opinion, I, I, I referenced those code sections that we've gone through. And then he requested the entire application itself for some more context and to um, gain a full understanding of exactly what was being requested by the applicant from Planning Commission tonight. And he was in agreement that it is within your broad authority to grant or deny what's before you tonight. tonight. Again, I, I, I don't disagree. I think we all agree we can do it. I'm just questioning do we need to cite deviations and how do we address that? Did he, so, did, so did he discuss, did he look at that in deviations in terms of with reference to the lot that's being created? Is it, is it not relevant in this instant? Or? The deviation specific to the lot? Yeah, he 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 just he did reference the broad authority of approving or denying the proposed subdivision of land under the business plan development area conditional use process. Yeah, and I, and I guess I'd like to address specifically three of the five that I th items you brought up. So, side yard of twelve feet, we're requesting five. 
um, rear. Yeah, just 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 make on record on record. Um, so we would need. So it'd be a seven foot deviation. Rear rear yard. Technically, is 40, and we're asking again for five, so it's a 35-foot deviation. The trash chute we or the, the that's interior, so that's a non-issue. 25% lands uh, landscape uh, green area. We've we've feel we've addressed that on the overall conceptual, um, and that's that's that was addressed in the, in the specifically one of the items we addressed in the BPDA as we are considering the overall plan. To meet those obligations, including Canvas, um, Sherwin, and the overall Valerie Kirsch. But we were not specifically meeting that on this parcel, just to be clear. And then minimum parking, there is there is portions parking on this parcel, but we are meeting the code parking via the lot that is uh, adjacent, the shared parking throughout the mixed use and 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 then also the land bank requirements that were already previously shown in the bpda i don't know how to technically word that but try to give you the three well, ways that, again when i'm looking at the code yeah parking goes with the building which yeah. goes with the site plan and the lot yeah so there will be a deviation for the yeah parking or we don't even have to ask or declare it that way we just need to reference that we're invoking our, our, our discretion to allow this. I'm sorry, what were you saying about the minimum 25%? So there was, there was a minimum 25% um, greenscape requirement. We have, say it again? As it pertains to office. The 25 is, is As an office. subject to the, the local business or as an office. Right. Local business. 20%. <laughs> yeah, our conceptually, our plan to achieve that was in consideration of the entire development. Um, and this portion was going to be the most hardscaped, if you want to call it that, um, surface of that of the development. We've, we've overachieved that in other areas um, contingent to the site. We are technically requesting a deviation from that on this parcel. And likely the, the remainder of the mixed-use area, which we've, we've discussed a few different times um, in the previous preliminary submissions. So, I don't know how to technically like it's not as simple as a, a seven-foot twelve, um, but um, I just wanted to acknowledge just to that. To be safe, I would just reference it. Yeah. As, as a possible deviation, if, we're, yeah. if we have to apply that section of code to this particular lot. And again, because what you just described, Kevin, with the entire development yeah. is acceptable to the commission but it's still in my opinion but yes you, we are not meeting that 25 percent requirement that is this is really a deviation for this lot mr chairman can i ask another question proceed when you reviewed this monica did you take in and did d geronimo take into consideration uh before coming here tonight these deviations were you aware of them did you know that they existed yeah so we had much much discussion on this topic so as josh and i discussed it we we talked about deviations from the code as it relates to the building and the right-of-way 
as was proposed in the preliminary plan. And then also the proposal which creates the proposal for this subdivision of land which creates um, smaller setbacks between this new property line and the building itself. So so in, in, in making your recommendation for approval tonight, you took that into consideration. Is that correct? Well, so the I mentioned earlier, so the request itself doesn't list the deviations, or not the request, sorry, the motion language. It just captures what's being proposed by the applicant, which the application includes a list of those deviations. Okay, thank you. Those deviations are listed in the application. The deviations as they relate to Miller Road and Brexville Road. Only those two, not these. Not as they relate to this newly created parcel. Were there any others? I think you covered the, think the that's it. four or five items that were there. Four. We can list those. I would think. Okay. Um, okay. So when the motion is made, we can list them. That's what I would do. Yeah. Okay. Four. Now, that being said, you're also here for the building facade. Yes. Where would you like to start? Start with Miller Road. Bad for that. Well, why don't you walk us through the, the floor plan again? Just, okay. a, just a quick, quick summary of the, the general plan. So looking at the first floor, um, you'll see to the left side the shell space, so that is what we're defining as the, uh, the tenant space, retail um, restaurant space. And then you'll see to the right of the building, starting our lobby and then the common 28 interior parking spaces. That also lots for the trash for the building, um, mechanicals and et cetera. Um, moving up from that floor. Let's step back. Yeah. Where's the entry? That is the same location as before, that vestibule as it faces page up to the north. north that is the primary entrance. Thank you. Other questions on first floor? No. Okay. So I'm going to show you page floors two and three. They're, they mimic through all of them. What you'll see here is a variation where it is perhaps a, sorry, I'm going the wrong way multiple tenant and or singular tenant. So this floor plate would show if it was a single tenant on one of the office plates, what that would look like. So we've defined the core, the stairs, the common restrooms that would be installed for them. If it were to be a multiple tenant, there are different options. It would be applicable to, depends on how many tenants this one, for instance, shows if it was three, what, what could that configuration look like? It's an open floor plate. It gives us the opportunity to get back to the core and develop those uh, those needed egress corridors. 
and then finally taking us up to the roof and showing a roof plan with the RTU locations and future commercial restaurant type um, shaft space and where those would be located. Okay, um, there are, from the preliminary submittal, there were some adjustments and things that were made um, in the renderings. Do you want, do you want to yes. point those out? So I guess just to start and, and just clarify, I want to make sure everyone that the blue was clear for everyone where we marked those in blue are areas that we would be coming back future retail tenants. Um, addressing those and obviously signage the same thing we've listed that we're not here for signage and we're not here for the retail storefronts those would be separate um, on the facade there were a handful of items and, and I'm going to try and remember all of them that we've, we've discussed I think some of them were um, starting from the block that has the De Geronimo company logo that white block and moving to the right I think we cleared up and better defined that vertical item um, as well as there was concern on the return of the overhang and it being proud of that so we've pulled that back in and made those corrected those renderings to pick those items up um, trying to remember the other larger items I think the overhangs were large ones on this rendering where you look at that roof line overhang you see that there's now a return to the facade so it didn't it previously had just showed that kind of open the rendering was incomplete at that item um, we defined that bandwidth there were some questions Let's see if this shows I think to this bandwidth and height and so I think there's been movement on getting that to the sorry. but I think that was cleaned up all the way around it, it was shown as spandrel glass I believe Correct. in the preliminary and now you have the metal cladding in there which yes. is which is a nice and uh, we adjustment define this to be the um, we have added more of the the uh, aircraft limestone okay. um, in in clarified where those are on all of our elevations uh, we've also brought material the material along if you would like to see the material so forgive me all the all the weight on the on the Miller Road one on the Deuteronomo no, side, that is all limestone now? I believe that is correct. I'm sorry, <laughs> the wrong button. Yeah. Everything is. Sorry. Yeah. Wrong buttons. Yes. Yeah. So that we we did go everything more white in the base. Um 
you remember something? You... I believe one of the other items might have been the base um, that was talked about, and that base is that base is now black underneath the uh, the upper four stories. That kind of sets that tone as, so, as you as you come across the, from the corner there. It sets a kind of datum line at the road that the whole building sitting on top of the base. And, and on this corner here, also where you have the gray metal, mm -hmm. um, the ba the horizontal bands at what would be the let's see, the third and fourth floors, mm -hmm. those were spandrel glass, and now that's the metal. Yes. So it helps kind of clean up those those views. I know we tweaked the gray a little bit to try yeah. and get it to show more appropriately. Okay, so let's jump. Let's go to a view that has the limestone on Miller Road. So there, there's a rhythm that's created with those windows, the, the vertical elements. And um, if we were to go e either way, from right to left or left to right, there's a single wide window, and then there's a triple wide window, then there's a single, single, triple, single, single, triple, and it ends with a single. Are we in agreement there? Okay, jump to the facade that shows 21. So that shorter facade on 21. Uh, you should know if we have a direct. Yeah, go to elevation. Yeah, right there. Well, no, this yeah, is the short facade. On, on, uh, right uh, right uh, facing 21. Yeah, facing 21, the east, the east elevation. elevation. Yeah. Uh, so I want to see the elevate. I don't know if we have a rendering of it. Are you looking That's for fine. That? Elevation is fine. Well, I think, can we see what you're, because this is the one large, two, two large, one. Right, it, so, so you, there's a rhythm that's established. It's basically single, triple, single. And then on the east facade, that changes. So the, the, the rhythm doesn't work, and it just kind of stops. And then if we go around to the north elevation there, so on that one, it worked. Oh, jump back. The north. This, this one. Jump no. back to the north elevation. With the parking lot in front. The right yeah, the side of it. Right. So there. So now on on the shorter white element, um, the the rhythm picks up again. So it's single, triple, single, and then that's repeated across that. And then when you get to the taller one, on the right side, the 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 rhythm falls apart again. So so, the the question becomes. You've got your own building here. You're creating it from scratch. There's a rhythm that's established. It's not following within itself. Um, and I don't know how people are going to drive down 21 and not look and have it not look like a mistake, where where the, where the rhythm, it, it's there and it's established. Um, and without seeing the, the east, maybe do you have the two-dimensional two elevation, just the line drawing of the east elevation? The east would be the short elevation on 21. Here, can you zoom a little bit so everyone can see that? As you see, as you take that stone element and you go from left to right, it's single, triple, single. 
who was there. So it's single, triple, single. It won't open up for you. It won't let me. Okay. Well, we, we all have them in front of ourselves too. So, but it's single, triple, single, and then single, triple, triple, single. So the, the design module is not working. And then when you, as we saw, we go around to the north facade and on the same element, because it's the same corner, so it works going one direction and not the other. Um, I just did while we were talking about setbacks, I just did a quick layout here and I don't know how it relates to the floor plan or the office module. I assume on a 30 foot bay, you're probably on a five foot module. I'm gonna assume or not. Or you're on a six foot, five foot, six foot. You're on any kind of office module. It's not, it's not on a module because the offices were also designed custom for them to at the same time. Okay. So it, that, that's probably incidental at this yeah, point. But we if, didn't have the luxury of doing five because we have offices that are 12. It, it didn't, you know, I know in a typical office you would try to do the five all the way. Five or six would be your yeah, typical. It, it, it but we, right. have <clears throat> we, have different, we have different companies with different office orientations. Okay. Well, well that, that's maybe getting ahead of the thing, but you know, if, in terms of what Eric's saying, you know, like if, if you started off with a three, if we're going to say these are ones and threes, if you started off with a three, it goes three, one, one, three, one, one, three on both elevations. It kind of works out, which I think maintains the module that you're talking about. Yeah, I, I three, think three, one, 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 three, one, one, three. It, it's so, I mean, it, it's. I think it's possible to look at it and see what effect it has on it. I agree with Eric that it, it, it would help with the unification of it, I think, in terms of, and this is one of the things we talked about, you know, in our visit, I don't know when that was, when we came out to your office and spent an hour, an hour and a half or so there. We had about three major points at that time. This was one of them. Well, and it was mentioned in the preliminary review also, yeah. um, in that meeting. So, so it, you know, that. I don't know if after our meeting you guys looked at this at all, but. And, and so, I, wrong. we made it all the way around and we were really to the corner facing south with the box window being the big question that was left open, of which I know Mike went back and looked at it and I know he responded back to the group with. Well, what he, what he responded to was that he looked at it or it was discussed, he said. I think this was exactly what the email is. But that's a separate discussion. We're yeah. like on, on this. The and box window is a discussion, but regarding the rhythm, um, you know, this is one thing when it's a two-dimensional elevation on, well, it's a big TV, but, it, but it's on a screen. It's another thing when this is a full-size building that's five stories high and everybody's driving up and down the road and the question is, how, how, do, how was the actual design rhythm not resolved within itself? So, if, can I ask a question? You should, certainly. If, you, if I may. As I'm looking at A3.1, Kevin, and you have the rhythm one, you know, you have one. What's it? What, so, A3.1. Okay. Right yeah. So, you go one, one little big, one little, one little going across. As we go to the higher elevation, obviously, having the two together, the two little ones together, is it possible to just take one of those little ones and start at, at the end with that? 
So you go little, big, little, uh, big, throws, little, big. It throws the, that's totally, that, you're still off a of rhythm at that point. Well, the, the only rhythm is that you're off the two. But I, I, I think it's less of a hindrance than what it is right now. There I go. Get, get, I go this, this works. Three one one three one one three. Works on both elevations. You think now, it, here? So, so a couple, couple. You got three um, one one three. Three. It doesn't matter. You a couple comments. Take that module. You're not. You start with three we, instead of one. In relative, in, in in relationship to the height conversation, which was a significant focus for a long time, we added that glass band at the top to minimize our presence. It built in some opportunity for us to be more flexible with the differences. I know it's getting into the minutia of our business, but we have a very different office type between the, the fifth floor and the fourth floor. Different companies, different office sizing. What you see here represents a detailed plan that mirrors our office spacing. So if we move a window 12 inches, we're starting to get in between office walls and cause issues. I can tell you, you know, this isn't a typical um, spec office, this is our office. And so we've weighed in on it and we've, we've we, you know, there's a lot of moving variables at time and we're trying to chicken or the egg in a lot of these situations and we like the layout. Um, that's a personal preference and, and I, I certainly respect and I unfortunately teased David a lot about his sensibilities and design, but we've landed on what we're very comfortable across many different groups, divisions, companies, and I, I would really prefer not to go back and change that at this point for the, for the specific reason of we've really focused on efficiency. We're, you know, and I, and I, it does tie to the big picture. We are, we are unlike a lot of companies who are trying to squeeze down their size, um, and, and, and get rid of office. We're trying to build it as efficient as possible and allow for our future growth. So we've, we've focused, I think we've landed on where this is a really efficient floor plan and a really well done building. Um, and if there is room to make those tweaks, we will do that. Just like you've worked with us, we will make those tweaks. I'm concerned that there isn't at this point, and that's why I, I'm sort of making that comment well and, and i understand i mean that's all architectural design that's yeah. that's what we do we're balancing what sure. the inside needs what the outside looks like it's all part of the process i get it um and i get that you're a little more personally vested in this one because it's your own um but you're using the inside office the rest of brexville is driving up and down the road and looking at a building that's architecturally in my opinion un unresolved um, that uh, and, and that's a concern. This is the first building that's going up in Valor Acres, and uh, we'll say at this end of it, not the first building. You've got your apartment building going up. Um, this is and, the most important one. And, and and this this is a concern, and I understand also how far that you've gone in the process, as you stayed. I, I understand that, and I recognize that. But, but the rhythm was brought up in the um, six weeks ago or eight weeks in, ago in the preliminary we meeting when we did the preliminary review that was brought up and then uh, in, in the other meeting it, it was brought up also when, when uh, we met it the, um, the disappointing the thing for me personally is that it doesn't seem like it was addressed like it was ignored and I hope it wasn't but that's it, the feeling I get I mean we came out we drove out to David's office everybody was very nice and cordial we sat down, we went over some of the three major items, which this end wall was, was one of them, 
and you know we even talked about a little more drastic approach because height was a uh, was a concern about taking those I'll say the five-story elements cutting them down to four and making the top you know glass or some different material like you've done elsewhere and you know would that be worth looking at and, and it was just addressed like no we don't we don't want that or we don't like that I mean you know and you know we like to see options when we question something and this is a very important job as Eric mentioned it's probably the one of the most important buildings that's going to be built in Brexville for the next 25 years. All it would take was somebody for a half a day to look at it and show us the option, rather than getting an email two weeks later or a week later it says, you know, thank you for coming out there. Uh, we appreciate your comments, but we've discussed it and we're staying status quo. I mean, that's not working together, Kevin. Yeah, David, but, you know but, but, but hold on. Let me, let me, let me address that. <laughs> I... With all due respect, I think that minimizes the effort we made up to that point to accommodate the, the thoughts well, that yeah, were Yeah, but let's suggestions. finish the game. I mean, I, I know, start but the game. You quit I, six, in the sixth inning, you quit. No, I see, but that's, we're, we're, getting to, we're getting to a difference of opinion. And, and, and yes, I would, I would argue we, this is our building. This is our, not this just. This is our city. It's my city, too. I'm here. Yeah, don't I, say it's your building. This is our city. We represent the city. I, I get it, but but this isn't just a, a building pers prospectively being built for someone else. This is where Chairman, we're I, I, I don't think that this is uh, doing much uh, to get us along here. Uh, the um, You're the architect that designed this? Our office designed it, yes. Okay. Are you aware of what Mr. Pato was saying? Mm-hmm. Are you ignoring what he's saying because of your own whatever? Can you explain that to me? Why why you would have ignored what uh, what was said ignored. if you I did? Mean, we did look at all the we did look at what was what was brought in. Um, at the same point, you know, we are hired to try to we're, we're matching floor plans at the same point, and and our point was we did take the floor plans that were taken at, you know, originally we had 30,000 square feet of space in here, we designed back to fit to, to fit into 25,000 square feet. And in doing that, there was very, very specific things that had to be done to do that. We weren't on, we weren't, we couldn't be following modules anymore to do that because of the uses that they have. So when we came back to do that and relook at what we were going to do, if we look at say the north elevation, um, or the, I'm sorry, the east elevation, <coughs> Or this elevation, we look at this one for a second as an example. Um, we looked at that taller block as being something that said, if you can see, it's asymmetrical off to leaning towards the end, which would have the um, whatever you want to call the you know the the circle or the square shape at the end that would be facing back toward the property. Um, we looked at that as being something that had a thrust and an energy that way. So that's why this elevation, when we look back at it, we said this actually works well if you if you looking at this building from a corner view this elevation with that thrust coming the way the end works it was what did work out well in that way okay um, if we look at the end elevation for a second and we look at this but does what you did does it go against architectural protocol practice no, if we look at design this, practice whatever if we or standards that, the elevation we just showed we feel like works very well with architectural standards. We look at this elevation. This rendering was made to align with the road. As you're coming down the road in the in the development, it aligns directly with this end piece on the left there. So that 
directive at elevation in the end instead of having if we look at that elevation right They'll there go back the white box aligns with the road as we're coming down the road instead of looking at the corner of a looking at a corner if, if this would have been one straight elevation all the way across in uniformity we have been looking at a corner of a building the way we did this way you're looking at an object that defines the corner of the building at the end of the street so that access point was specifically designed with this in mind in the approach and that's why that's there if we look at it as the whole of the development project so instead of just seeing the corner of a building which you see sometimes looking down roads where the it goes on this was designed as that end cap for that so that was very very specific as an object piece in the development of the larger picture so we felt very comfortable in this in this you here we felt very comfortable in the um, uh, north elevation because of that thrust when because you, you're going to see this at, a, at, a, at an angle if we had we have a view from that go back when one to the other elevation uh, so, uh, go back if do we have we don't. but is there a rhythm that is supposed to be okay, established so. and used on on this no matter what okay the the one that i would say is this north elevation or i'm sorry the east elevation with the two windows and that was one that was throwing us how do we solve the two window issue uh, in that rhythm on that one um, and it was either to end up with more glass at the corner which we could solve it that way which is extending the glass around the corner um, but then our, the amount of white that would have been left if you look at if you look at the mass of the white on the now if we go back to this one that, that one's fine if you go back to that are we looking at the right one? Okay. Um, if we can get back to that one view. I'm going to try. And as we get back to that view, if we look at the weight of the white as a mass, okay, we got, we got a rhythm of windows within the mass of the white, but we also have the mass of the white. And then we have the glass at the corner. If you, when we get back to it here, what we struggled with on that elevation I'll walk over here and point to it So go ahead. Okay, so this elevation, we look at this elevation in particular, and one of the things was since this corner here brought it down to four stories um, in, in mass here, we looked at the, the how much glass we had here at the corner and, and the weight of that glass. And we said, let's pull this back to make the, our window pattern work well and we'll add more glass. This didn't seem like it held any weight on as, as you look at that elevation again, this felt very, I'll say very weak as an object piece on that elevation because the portion of glass to the white mass was, was getting closer to equal and there was no there was nothing standing out on it. So we looked at we looked at just masses. We look at this mass as a mass, we look at that as a mass, we look at this as a mass, we look at those as masses. Those felt good in mass for us. So we're pulling this back into here, 
made that glass more and made this very weak as a corner in terms of the mass of the wet material going on. If we came more this way onto here, we didn't pull the glass in terms of trying to get the other window bay in there. We needed, we needed to come about here. And that corner again became very weak as a corner for us. So we said the most powerful thing on this elevation is to come up here probably going to be this corner because you have the most strength as an object as you're driving down the street from the direction. You know, yes, that would be That's the west elevation you're pointing to, yes. right, David? Yes. Well, that one's okay. No, it's not. No, it's, but it's that's not. That's the southeast. This is the south. This is the south. This is the east. So when we look at this corner here, we know that's the corner of the intersection we're coming up in here. This corner is going to be the most dominant corner on the project because of the traffic coming onto that corner was going to have some weight. It was marked. This corner was going to have a lot of weight. This is east. We felt that the portion of this piece to this felt very strong. And this piece, if it got any smaller to try to accommodate the windows, was going to make this too weak. But I think. As a mass. Oh, I see. No, it's off. So we're stuck in that position of if we look at the masses, the masses felt right in terms of the balance of that has a nice mass to it. This piece, that, that piece has a nice mass to it as well in the corners. The masses felt right. Um, and when we looked at that and said that mass still feels right. Well, the thing I just sketched here, and again, I don't relate it to the plan, but if you take that elevation and you don't start with a one, say you start with a three, and you go three, one, one, three, one, one, three, it works out the same from beginning to end. I don't know how it relates to the floor plan. We could also argue that the way that these work here, the ones on all those positions were very nice, too. And I think that's what we looked at, too. We said, all right, we Yeah, but I think it's more important to maintain the I personally think it's more important to keep the rhythm than starting with a one. That's just my personal opinion. That to me is the rhythm, not starting with the one. But I mean, that's what I think Eric was was alluding to. But so, does it hurt you to just shrink that that down to keep that rhythm, the white? Does that does that hurt? Does it hurt you with your layout inside the building? to shrink that down to get the rhythm like like doing this trying to get let's go back to the west or the I east see what side you're saying it shouldn't if it you can, well, as long asking, as you can hit a million that's why i'm asking that question you yeah. know like obviously the, the idea here is if if they can't physically do it we need to know that i'm sure they'll have to revise something on the interior but is that impossible so, i don't yeah, know so I don't as, as we interior. look at the west this is the east side. The east side does not have the rhythm. As you look at it, it's got two big windows together. Correct. Yeah. Okay, so the question is, if, if they shrink this down, is it going to hurt them to get the rhythm? If they shrink the, the, the limestone to get, it, to get this right. And get more glass. And get more glass. Is it going to hurt them on their office layout? Kevin? Because the whole idea is if, if we can do that and get that. the rhythm that they want and not hurt you guys, obviously that's what we're trying to do.
Which one are the one other one is off? What? If it doesn't work, it's one other one is off. That's my question. This one is off. This is off. Yeah, I think I think on this elevation we have some flexibility. Is what we're sort of talking about out loud. Okay, that, that's fine. And, that's and, the and, one I, I and see on the on the east side, it's a matter of actually extending it a little or reducing it a little to hit a, a more of a rhythm. And I don't think it affects our interior layout at all. Are you on A three four, A three point four? Um, I'm looking at the rendering. It's on the screen okay. right now. A34. Pick up A3.4 because you're actually, it's actually labeled wrong. It's labeled west elevation. It's actually yeah, it's east. east that's what I was saying. Yeah. It should be east elevation. Yeah, but that's, I mean, you can see. Yeah. Like, we're, we're trying to balance, but I, I think on, of the two elevations, this is the one we have flexibility on. And, and, and I think that's one of their main concerns. Yeah. It's one of the biggest ones that you can see. If you can do it there, you can do it on the north. Yeah. But on the east elevation. Yeah, the west, too. So the west is on. Yeah. No, well, the west, no, we'll, we'll yeah, get to that. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's my. Yeah. You sit too close to me. Don't get like me. Yeah. And a nice, you know, nice lady. Just stay that way. Yeah, but we already have whatever exposure you have on the top, anyways. No, no, that's not what they're talking about. I still haven't got an answer. Um, yeah, it, it, is what you're proposing against architectural practices or whatever? Not an architect. I have no background in it whatsoever. When I drive down the street, I don't look at a building and say one, two, one, two, I don't do any of that. I'm asking a simple question, and that is, Mr. Pedro has one opinion, you have another opinion. Is one of you right by a textbook compared to the other? I think when we look at the structure and the, um, also is another piece that gets laid into here, we felt like this was a very strong solution and that keeping the ones at the corners was a very strong way that's because the ones repeat themselves around all the corners and if we started with the three it felt like that wasn't consistent with the building yeah it'd be, it'd be a preference would be start with a one if we could right, but right exactly I mean, that's I'm, I'm trying to we felt like the ones if you're looking at this because the reality we're not gonna be looking at it as a straight elevation hypothetically you could be in the car as a passenger, but in general, as you're driving around, you're seeing things at corners, but, at diagonals, and but ones can, at the corners were the, were the strongest pieces. Can we reduce the block, both on the west, or I guess the east, I keep looking at the yeah, yeah, yeah. east, and on the north, if we use that same approach, if you increase the glass and reduce the, I guess it's limestone. Yeah, can, can you do that can and, you get, and not hurt Can you get the rhythm the and not would, would affect it, would, it, the Purpose. Column four to column three, and that became glass, and then it's a one-two-one one rhythm. Does that start to address it or not? Yeah, but do you have to do that drastic of a reduction? Um, I mean, if you're what we're trying to get rid of is the is the two double threes together, and then you know because your rhythm is 
Design a building for him. Okay, here's what I'm saying. Take take that middle one. Go with your finger right there. Take that out. Just pretend you're eliminated, and then slide the line to your left. And get more glass to the left. Move everything. And you get more glass. This way. This way. This way. If, for the purposes of the general conversation, if if you're willing to move this forward, we would be willing, contingent on some tweaking, which I believe we did at Canvas too, on some of the facades and detailing there. Our, you know, just so you know, our 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 sort of red line is obviously the functionality. I don't think this facade change affects that. The others do the, the west the true west elevation does with the picture frame um, portion and that was something we talked about internally we're and debated. Get to that I know but on this one I, I think we would be open-minded to making a number of these changes that were suggested here tonight to get to a more mutual uh, agreeable Perfect. facade back to my question that's not gonna hurt you functionality no. Not on this one. We're, we're not asking you necessarily. Well, we are in a way to ask you to change it, but we're more asking you to look at it. That's my point. Look at it. I, I can assure you, we looked at it, and we've we've definitely we talked about it. Haven't seen anything unless we see it. The sign guy that was here before. I mean, he literally came back with options, and that's why we asked him before. And guess what? He ended up getting his way in a way. He got what he wanted, but he, you know, he showed us options. And, you know, I think Eric brought this point up way long time ago. Unfortunately, you guys probably have done a lot of space planning since then. And that's why you're, you're and I understand and appreciate you're hesitant to change because it affects probably something behind the exterior wall. Yeah, and I, and I agree. And that planning's been, been, I, I wish been we would have, I wish we would have been stronger weeks ago but I don't think this is a timing issue this is not what I if, if I'm missing if I'm misstating what I'm saying this is a functionally driven conversation that is whether it was six months ago and we got to it or whatever this that's driving the conversation of how we set up our office I mean that's so, so right now you're gonna you're gonna work on changing that side yes okay and it's not gonna hurt you in functionality wise okay so, we, so both sides you gotta look at north too north too it's the same problem. Why, well, why fix one and not fix? Well, the other? I, 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 I guess the only thing, and I, I want to go back to the mayor's question because I, this is the part where we clearly have a disagreement on. I, there is subjectivity to what's important Absolutely. to this standard. Yeah, that's and answers I, and, the mayor's question. And I think that's, mayor, what you were asking was, is there, is this, a, is there portions of this that is subjective? And the answer is emphatically yes. And 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 I don't want to run or hide or apologize. Nor does Ron and, and or Mr. You Payo. can insult Sorry. me all you want. I don't care. I know. I know. We're, we'll be friends for life, no yeah. matter what. So, but it's it's two architects with the same opinion, an architect and an owner, and it is subjective. So we make our case up here. They make their case, right. and there's seven members here that that vote on it and and give their opinion or, or case on it. It's yeah. not this here is not one or two people, and it's it's not about egos. It's about what's good for the city. It's that simple. So that's the discussion regarding the the rhythm let's jump to the uh, window box on the west elevation okay. 
You had it there a moment ago. Yeah. Go to the go to the, go to the, the uh, go to the rendering that shows both elevations. That one, perfect. So, along the north elevation, you can see a little bit of it where you have the the vertical elements and the the vertical stone elements that break up that window rhythm. And then here on the west elevation, you have the window box. Um, you, um, Mr. Krebs spoke earlier about the the massing and the things, and, and the massing itself seems to make sense on, on this element, but you've gone to the extent of creating this really well-defined mass, and, that it, and it doesn't turn the corner. So you've got the vertical, you've got the vertical stone pieces on the north facade, and it's, it's one shape, it's one geometry, but it's treated differently on each facade. The thing it looks to me like those vertical elements should continue onto this west facade. Um, with that big window box there as it is, I, I showed this to several other people and showed all the, the renderings and said, tell me where the entry is. And everybody went to that rendering because you have that all vertical glass element with the sign at the top it looks like the entry to the building, but that's not the entry to the building. The entry's on the north facade. So you've created this architectural treatment um, that, that is inconsistent with, we'll say, the functional elements that it's defining. And I understand, Kevin, you mentioned earlier that there's some internal things that, that have an impact on this. And I understand that, and I'm sympathetic with that. But at the same time, They've gone to a great extent to create this design with very well-defined masses, yep. um, but, but then not consistent with the treatment. Much like the rhythm discussion, we turn the corner here, and what we don't have is, a, is I mean, you see a little bit down the side, but if something was more at a 45 view, seeing both the west and the north, and seeing the inconsistency of the same architectural element, it... it I think we said early on what we really liked about what you did. I think from the very first meeting is you, you took a large building, a large mass, and you broke it into kind of a series of smaller buildings. And we thought that was really well done. You know, so it didn't, it wasn't this big glob that looked like something down on Rockside Road or whatever, uh, sitting on the corner there. But with that said, that's what brought us to this, and, it's, and our feeling was, well, it seemed like, you know, that there was this corner mass which was very nice and worked with you know your other towards 21 and so forth but then you got to that end and you just you did something different I don't want to say cute but different not cute but it just changed it just seemed when we looked at it it seemed out of character and and then we said well what if it kept that rhythm going and I think you Eric did what blue beam you, you took it blue yeah, beam or whatever a, and you took the rhythm and put it on the side I don't know if anybody ever saw that did you show that to anybody to uh, Mike or these guys or anything I think we did see it you did see it yeah. I don't know if you sent yeah, it yeah it was, it was a rough cut and paste yeah. just yeah, yeah. to illustrate blue beam something to look at um, yeah. and it looked we thought it looked really well but you know but that's that was it and it was just said well it was discussed and we're going this way this this one we did go back and review a bunch um one of the things we looked at the masses in particular, if we go, when we looked at the, um, the south elevation, uh, it, I don't want to, 
the south real quick. Can we start your presentation now? Right, right here. Okay, so when we looked at this view, and I guess I'm going to phrase this this way. I understand your concerns on the east elevation. This one we felt really, really strongly is the right move for the project. Um, What's or, this elevation? Well, no, when, when we get to the, 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 I'll tell it the, the picture oh, frame piece. Okay. Um, because of how it sits on the property. Also, when we looked at these masses and we started seeing this elevation here, at one point, we had that where that white returns back to the building. Mm -hmm. um, at one point, we had glass on this face. Okay, this is early on in our own designs. Okay, and we thought we, then we started looking back and say this becoming a mass. That's, that's very well done, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good choice. Go back to the other elevation now. Don't let me do it. Yeah. <laughs> I've already done it twice. Where do you want to go? That picture there, we looked at this one, we started seeing this piece as a mass on here too. We looked at that piece on here, how this now butts into that, this thicker piece on here, and even the windows as they come back on that back side, we pull it back, it wasn't the same rhythm up next to the front wall as the rest of it too. So this piece here felt like an object in a mass that was extruded out. And if we took an object in a mass and extruded that piece out, that's what we would get. Um, as our object here too. So we felt like that, that turning the corner when we looked at putting these windows all the way around there, it felt very monotonous. It felt like the same piece. It didn't, it didn't have the same punch at all for the one for that drive. But to even conceptually, if we think of these as being blocks, um, we'd like that that piece cut out of this block and extruded out, you know, Play-Doh kind of thing. It felt, it felt really good um, for us too. So we liked it conceptually. As, you know, even if the road wasn't coming down there and, and lining up Straight with that. Um, we felt that's how that's how we started seeing these white boxes. They were stones, they're different than the metal. Um, they're more object-like. Um, I wish we had the other one to show. You don't have that, do you? On your looked at that too and thought it just it didn't it didn't capture the corner at the end of the street well it was a it didn't it wasn't very exciting looking down the street and seeing that as being the terminus this one felt like it was a great terminus to the road I mean you think how far back you're gonna be looking at this thing from a pretty good distance um, the entrance wise yes the entrance is on the side um, just so we can get more retail on there but we did felt like that that did set up that say hey come this way that the entrance is here and that's why we have the canopy coming out in the front there to say as you get close to here you can see where you have to go to it and it's also aligns with the um the parking and the drop off and everything else on the property is all aligned in that area Tenants is this lot. This is the, the main parking hub for that building. So they 
this is the view of really what they're seeing is the entrance. We also wanted to make it a very, I mean, the whole property wants to be very pedestrian oriented. So at taking up a corner for the office entrance versus it being pedestrian activated, we wanted to activate the corner too. Any other opinions on that, or is Eric and I the only ones that? No, I, I kind of like it. I, I thought it was it, it's its own standalone, just a different look on that one, just to give you a different feel of two different buildings that kind of engage together. The picture that I where I see the difference is the one that's got the corner of the west and the north and. That's that's where I think most people are going to be looking when they're at Valor Acres because they're at the other places and, and living there. And I think that's where the symmetry is probably going to drive people crazy. This one, because you can see the rhythm on the north. And then when you look on the, the west side, you don't have the same rhythm. I think that one's on purpose. I think that, that, that this is its own standalone. I think that's that's what they're actually going for on that. Yeah, I, I think, and I, and I think most of the view is going to be, I mean, that that street that is our pedestrian street. That's the street we shut down for events. That's lined up square, so it's more towards the view. So I do think there's going to be people um, that get this view, but I think they're going to be more to the south. So I. I we like this sort of differentiator. I'm, I'm, I can't even go into the description. It's that I'm caveman when it comes to speaking about design. But I, this is something we really like. We've designed the interior space to use that viewpoint from the inside. So we don't. We, we and, and Ron, I, 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 Mr. Pato, I apologize. No, Ron. When, when, when those Ron's verticals, okay. and Ronald, I remember looking at it. But Ronald. I, the idea of, of, in our view, chopping up that viewpoint with those, it, it, it was, it, it, it goes, flies right in the face of how we intend to use that space. If you see up top, that is, um, that is a employee, customer uh, presentation, uh, it, it mixed use, shared use, uh, you know, within our own space. So it, it's, it all ties together and, and, you know, it's pretty important to us. Let me ask you a question. What options do we have to investigate this a little further? I know you're in a schedule. I know you want to move it forward. Um, I, I acknowledge that we have some differences of opinions up here. Um, I'm personally not ready to move forward without seeing some of these things investigated a little further sure. and to see what it looks like. Um, so that being said, um, what options do we have in, in, in that to investigate further? Yes. Go ahead. Well, in speaking to that, if there's, if there's three items right now, east elevation, north elevation, and this piece. That's correct. Um, I'm just going to you know, speak architecturally. This piece we feel on the architectural side is, is a very strong piece for the, for the whole overall project. If we were to look at the east and the north elevations and send you studies of those, what the window configuration is, but keep this piece. And west? What's that? And west? Did you I hear? Keep this. The, the east? And north. And north. Okay. Which would be the road side and, say, the left side of this piece. That we were to send you studies 
on those ones. Could, could you add that to it? And the reason I'm asking for that is so there's only two people up here that's seen the revised kind of rhythm, rhythm, rhythm thing that Eric did. And I'd like everyone, seven members, because I think two right now don't approve this, at least two. I know Eric doesn't, and I know I don't from our discussions. So I'd like the rest of the commission members to see what we're talking about. And have you come back with that as an option, as well as this, and then show it again and give everybody on the commission here an opportunity to maybe understand what you're saying and maybe understand what Eric and I are saying. Everybody on the commission wasn't privy to what you were doing. It's never been explained to the commission. I know. And so tonight it is, and they're on a schedule problem, and tonight we're holding them up based upon two members' ability to withhold information from the rest of us. We should have known about it. And I'll leave it at that. Because I, I just, I'm frustrated tonight because I don't understand why we are doing what we're doing the way we're doing it if we've been meeting with them, we've been talking with them, Monica's been s submitting things to us. Then fine, then call a vote and let everybody vote on it then. Well, I, I no, because I know it's going to get We voted. sit up here, we're supposed to give our opinion, we gave our opinion, that's fine. I understand. And call a vote. But, but let, let me ask you this question. If, if you and the chairman sat down and had this information, why didn't you share it with all of us or explain it to us? It was shared in the preliminary review meeting nothing was discussed in that meeting that was not also discussed in the uh, preliminary approval all right well we we honestly thought that it would come back to us with that as an option right. to look at okay. and it wasn't all right contingent on the north the east and the west elevations being reviewed and i and i just want to set expectations from our what we think is a red line this is a really important piece to us so i just don't want to it's not in the same category as like what we think we as we're talking here now and, and we're having the conversation i think there's a lot we can be flexible with on the north and east elevation if there's something that we can do on the west that we're agreeable to we're open-minded to it i just don't see that path as clearly and i just want to put that out there if that makes sense set block to show us an option for that block and you already have it, I think. We've got to bring options that we're happy with, though, too. Yeah, we can't. We, it's, that's not just that's an another, option at the same that's another, Well, we got to have something that we're we happy with, too. So. We understand the north and the, and the east. And we will look at options. Yeah, I think there's, I, I, I view it as, I think there's a solution on the north and the east that we can all be happy with. I, I think this. I think the West Block comes down to a very strong difference of opinions, and it's very important to us. And that's that's the challenge here. Yeah, I understand that. Um, just trying to figure out how to word this to move forward. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not going to change anything plan-wise. I mean, right. This wouldn't change your foundations or anything? No. No. Mr. Krebs, could I have a spelling of your name for the record? Sure. Uh, K-R-E-B-S. I will approve on the office. Your first name? David. 
excluding. And your firm is, is it ADK? AODK. A what? AODK. Submission package and then just contingent. Is that short for something spelled out? It's no. Okay. The north Thank and you. East. Reworking. But then we talked about the. Um, and there was also all of the, these items. Yeah, and we just, it's a, a contingent upon. Council's acceptance. I do. I think maybe we subliminally designed around it. Consistent with the overall P BPDA? Yeah, so I guess. Yeah. Yeah, with them, we were. Is he comfortable? Mm -hmm. We move forward with them. Uh, okay. That's it? I'll vote yes if you put those three things in. East West. No, that or I'll vote no. No, I'm saying that they need to On the west, yeah. look at. Yeah, that's all. So it'll be contingent on uh, additional review design studies of the Northeast and contingent on counseling. Accepting the deviations for the individual lot that are, that are consistent with the overall PPDA. I, I think I would. I think to be safe. I'll let you. So, although consistent with the overall BPDA, including the following. Okay. All right. Thank you for your patience. We're just working on the wording. Okay. Um, I move for a final approval of the office building I structure and the subdivision of office building I for business plan development area phase two, excluding BPDA phase two 
site work, landscaping, lighting, restaurant, retail facades, as described in the submission package by De Geronimo Companies, dated May 22nd, 2023, and subject to approval by the city engineer, building commissioner, city law director, and city council, and contingent upon additional design study for the northeast and west facades, and contingent upon council acceptance of the deviations for the individual lot that are consistent with the already approved overall BPDA, including the following. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. A seven foot deviation from the minimum 12 foot side yard requirement for section 1155.31C. 35 foot deviation from the minimum 40 foot rear yard for 1155.31D. A deviation yet to be determined of the minimum 25% greenscape required per 1155.32. And a deviation from the minimum parking requirements from per 1183.05C based on this, the commission invoking its discretion per section 1183.06. And I want to clarify, I want to clarify the motion where I stated approval with the overall BPDA, preliminary approval of the overall BPDA. Is that correct? Mr. Chairman, is there discussion now? What's that? We have discussion now regarding the motion. Or, or are you not done with the motion? Um, we can have discussion, certainly. Monica, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Um, I didn't realize you were going to, about to read the motion. I thought you were going to discuss some of the language first. But um, I think s after giving it some thought over the last, you know, couple minutes, um, there some wires might have been crossed in respect to the BPDA requirements and the deviation, the deviation um, requirements. Um, so the commission is actually, it's within your authority to develop specific setback criteria under... 1155.33, so it wouldn't necessarily be a deviation because it gives you the ability to specify the criteria itself. Well, we still generally, I think, need to cite the, the change. From it's not considered per the code a deviation, though, because it's granting you the authorities to do it without a deviation. So there's that section, and then also the section that says that coordinated and or shared parking may be permitted with adjacent private or public parking areas. And that itself is not a deviation either. That is a specific criteria of a BPDA, as is the ability for the Planning Commission to, to set the setback criteria. I, I don't, did the law director comment on that? That's, that's why I just want to be safe, Monica. Then he tells us going forward we don't need to, but this is still a specific lot. And, and even when you point to, I mean, there's, there's all this language about deviations and why, why is that in there? And 1195 says our report to council on a planned development area should include comments on where we, where we were, would otherwise be asking for variances or deviations. From so these in themselves are not deviations. These are criteria of BPDA. They are, they are listed as design criteria and part of that design criteria gives planning commission the authority to set the setback and uh, criteria and to um, approve 
the shared or coordinated parking? I wish we could have talked to they I just don't want to error in procedure. If you're confident that we don't need to do it, then don't reference them. But I'm looking at 1155. Yes. Would there be a harm if they're referenced? That's, I'm just trying to be fail safe. So it, it would be extraordinary, right? So would that be a if if the if the commission deems it to be important. It's I, I it's not required by the code, but so if it's not needed, it's, it's no harm, no foul. Right. That's how I look. That's what I'm just saying. I'm, I'm reading what and I and I read the same thing the director has. I did come into this, but again, it says yard requirements for the development boundaries shall be the standard yard requirements for the development zoning district. Building and parking setbacks may, may be reduced, but, but it doesn't say we ignore the code. Just we still need a basis. Let's just leave it in. So we'll leave it as is. Yes. They can proceed yes. with what they need. If it's if it ends up being extraneous wording, it didn't harm anything. Correct. We'll give we'll continue to get further clarification because they're going to be back in here again with other properties and we'll have it all nailed out at that time. So that being said, the motion as read, is there a second? Second, Mr. Chairman. Ms. Cardos? Yes. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Stay. Mr. Stuckey? Okay. Thank you. Okay, next up, Physicians Ambulance at 9200 Noble Park Drive. Please state your name and spelling for the record. David Mason, M-A-I-S-O-N. Thank you. Could you please walk us through uh, your application here? Just preliminary or preliminary and final? One of the items that we, we need to demonstrate is that uh, Dominion has reviewed, because we're proposing parking over the Gats easement, 
And we're still in once with the menu. We've been back and forth several times now. I think they're asking for they're asking for preliminary and final, and then if if the commission goes along with it, it would just be contingent upon receipt of that. Otherwise, you're coming back for final. Yes, I thought we had to. So, okay, okay. You, well, you can come back. <laughs> <laughs> what would you rather do? Well, I mean, I certainly I'd rather get I'd rather get final if if that's a possibility. But if we need to come back after the I mean, we'll, I guess we'll leave it open, and then if the commission feels you are there, they okay. can make that decision. Fine. Good. Thank you. Okay. Mr. Weiss, any engineering comments? So we received the plans on uh, June 1st, sent them comments on June 2nd. Um, they, the things that were missing at that time, and... I apologize, the last couple of days I've been out of the office uh, throughout Brexel. Um, so I know they sent in, one thing that was missing was their uh, stormwater, any stormwater calculations. And um, I know that something is in my email box. I haven't looked at it yet. I assume it's, it is going to be the full stormwater report. We will go through it um, and verify it works. Uh, the second comment that I had given them was uh, about the Dominion and they've um, again they have in the city we have seen people work over top Dominion just they just have some requirements we've had one area where they made them put pervious pavement we've had other areas they made them do different things they're just they get a little touchy over top their uh, high pressure mains so we just want something from Dominion stating uh, what they're going to do uh, there was some existing basins on the uh, lot that are now going to be, right now they're on the lot in the grass area. They are now going to be in this proposed parking lot. We asked them to look at those basins uh, to verify those are the basins and the um, castings are traffic compliant, um, which you can answer uh, to all of these when I, right here, after I finish this up here. And, um, we asked them to match the um, the whatever they're proposing with their new entrance to match the uh, design of the opposite entrance on the site so that we don't have two different uh, configurations to their uh, to their area and we asked them to add a thickened edge um, which is really getting down into engineering but uh, a thickened asphalt section for the driveway area uh, just due to the higher volume of the uh, ambulances pulling in through the site so since I haven't had a chance to go back um, this week and look at whatever you resubmitted, can you just tell me in general what you have and haven't done? As far as the stormwater report? I know the stormwater report came in, okay. so what about any of these other items? Dominion we talked about. So. That's right. The, 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 absolutely uh, matching the detail of this existing apron. And you're talking about the way that the curb is cut and manufactured versus... Yeah, I mean... Uh, not, the, not the width. That was the structure. No, not the width. Just the okay. radius absolutely. and the, the way they did the turnouts there. Absolutely. The civil, civil fellow is hoping to uh, coordinate and make okay. sure that in the final engineering documents, all of that all is, right. is up to... Do you want... I mean, um, so let's go down. Dominion we know is coming. Stormwater I know I have. Um... The storm basins on the side of the building, has anyone looked at those yet? We've looked at them. We're going to verify that they're traffic rated, or okay. if not, will they be replaced? Otherwise, they'll be replaced. Yes. Okay. Uh, we talked about that. And then um, what about the uh, thickened pavement section where all your ambulances are going to drive? 
CM who manages money offered a little pushback. I don't know that the owner is an objection, objects to that. Uh, it, 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 we're going to go the way where you need us to go, uh, is, what, I mean, is what I would say. I mean, it is yours. I mean, you meet the minimum. It just, you had a, you had a higher volume. So just. I know. I know. I don't think it's a bad recommendation. So I don't know that I'm at liberty to speak on the behalf of the owner on that point. If you'd like me to, I will. I'll take the heat for it. <laughs> I think it's, it's important to the city engineer, so I think it's worth your while. Yeah. I, I will strongly make that recommendation to the group. I, I don't get to... I'm not permitted to. I mean, that's fine. I mean, again, uh, if you met the minimum, it's um, it's the heavy duty on the access drive that we put in. Why don't we just run it to the from the access drive to the street? That's the intention. I think the pushback is it's not going to go the over to all the new parking. It'll just be the continuation of the access drive to the street. Is that yes? Kind we didn't, of your we point? didn't anticipate you putting it where the cars yes, park. That's just, that's yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Okay. I mean. So in premise, we are, I mean, there's stuff I have to go through that just came back in, but it seems like they are trying to address these items. Well, when did you get this? Well, the original submission to us. The, well, I mean, last Friday, the package came to me, and then somewhere in the last couple of days, the, uh, the stormwater came in. So... I don't think it's fair to the city engineer to ask them, you know, in the course of other business with two days notice to let's carry on. Let's let's go through the rest of the drawings because as we said, we can give preliminary on this and not final. And then they can make the, the changes that need to be made. So let's let's I just go want to say yeah. expectations. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, but let's let's go through and finish everything. Uh, anything else, Mr. Wise? That was on that was all high head. Okay. Okay, there's one deviation listed, and that's to have um, the, there's a required 179 spaces, and you provide 90 with 74 land bank. Um, so that's the only thing listed as a deviation. Does anyone have any comments or uh, discussions? How many employees are normally working throughout the day? The counts? because this was something that we discussed at the, our last uh, time together. So I went back and spoke with them about their loads today. And their loads today are 20 for office, 25 for the road shift, five for visitor. So they're at <clears throat> 50 spaces today. I said, we need to look down the road. This is a, you know, what, is, what is the max you're going to get to? The number that they gave me is that, that tallies up to 80 spaces. So we're still over the number of spaces that they project long-term needing to stay in this facility as long as they're going to be here. So they, they feel safe. With the 90? With, that's correct, okay. yes. yes. And if for any reason they needed more, the, the land bank is available? There's the opportunity to, okay. yeah, to, to come back to you folks and ask, ask for a little more. Monica, do you have any input on this? Anything you'd like to share with us on this project? In regard to the parking or in general? 
first and then the general? Sure. So, you know, in previous approvals, for example, FOG's most recently approved project, uh, they demonstrated their anticipated demand for parking and provided evidence of their parking needs and um, deviations were granted accordingly. So given the data that the applicant provided, it would be within the Planning Commission's purview to grant a deviation for the parking. And then in respect to, there was a question regarding the distance between drives during the last meeting. And that requirement of 200 feet between drives only applies to um, properties and drives on arterial streets. And this is an industrial service drive. So we have the ability to put that additional drive in there and it's not a deviation. Correct. We have that ability and it's not a deviation. That's right. Thank you. Mr. Chairman, do, yes. do we know the size of the parking spots? I just didn't see it on, maybe I missed it. They're nine by 20. Thanks. Any other questions? On page C3.01, it um, looks to me like they're 10 by 10. On your drawing, C3. Did I say 9? Yeah. Forgive me. They're 10 by 20. Okay. Forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is there a reason why the handicapped spaces aren't directly like right next to the building? Why they're on a little bit further away from the entrance? Does that make sense? Not necessarily. I think. I mean. I hope it should be. I think you had to hold on. Let me look at that for a second. I th that was one of, the, I think, the things we bounced back and forth, and I can't remember if you had a grade issue. I have to just, because you have to hold 2% across those. Oh, That's I don't, I. And that walkway has, they get out of the car? Excuse me. So I think that's what your issue is, that you can't hold, the reason you didn't put them there is you couldn't hold that that 2%. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was yes, the, the reason. Curve. Okay, yeah, yeah. Thank you. There have to be some reason because that doesn't wait. Well, I think that's at least what your design engineer had told us. I mean, uh, definitely on the 501, I can see you have uh, a few contours in there, so it definitely is a little bit steeper right there in that section. You're obviously ramping up to get to your floor elevation. Any other questions? Perhaps just a just a comment in trying to tally up all the 
existing versus new versus future land bank spaces, the numbers in different places here, I couldn't make them jive. The totals come out almost exactly the same. But I mean, it, it, it helps Aprizo if Oh, no doubt. Somebody looks at this ahead of time. And no doubt. No doubt. Because if, if simple numbers like that don't drive, it really raises questions. Apologies for that. I have another question. Um, what, which one of these is accurate? Is the rendition, it being brown with white letters and white brick? accurate or is it the it's it's the rendering okay so the, yes. one, the drawing where it shows everything opposite you have you have like dark letters and, and yeah it's just yeah yeah okay. the so rendering is, is correct this is the accurate one. that's correct that's correct and we'll have the sign folks do a presentation when the time comes I mean mr. chairman I, I would think that there's a couple things that need to be changed and this will give them time to get their approval for the going over the the domain that we go for preliminary approval and then they make some changes and how long will it take them to get an approval on the going over the domain? Oh, that's the minion schedule. I couldn't even I mean you are into them. They were supposed to get back to us uh, this week, and then he called in the last day or two, uh, talked with the civil guy, and said that uh, he just got backed up, so he, he hopes to get back to us. We should know something by the end of next week where we get some details from them on what they expect. So, the, so I, I think that would be my opinion, is we get preliminary and the applicant goes and gets the approval for the main and does some of the changes that Mr. Wise would like to have done. Mr. Wise, that makes sense to you? Yes, sir. Anybody have any objections to that? I concur. I move for approval. Recommendation to City Council of preliminary approval for the construction of a building addition, facade improvements, and parking lot addition at Physicians Ambulance located at 9200 Noble Park Drive, Rexville, Ohio, as described in the application dated April 4, 2023 by Mason A&D and attached plans dated May 26, 2023. Uh, I need these contingencies if it's only preliminary, right? It's coming back We're only done. Yeah, so I was um, Including the following deviation from section 1183.05B, which requires the proposed use to have at least 179 parking spaces to allow a minimum of 90 and 74 land bank. Second, Mr. Chairman. Um, you left off the contingent on it did approval. because it's preliminary. It's, preliminary. Oh, it's coming back anyways. Right. Okay. Uh, Ms. Cardos. Yes. Mr. Jansen. Yes. Mr. Pato. Yes. Mr. Varmer. Yes. Mr. Shreya. Yes. Mayor Ruby. Oh, Mr. Stuckey? Yes. Did he leave? Yes. yes. Is that coming back? No. Nope. <laughs> okay. Okay. You voted, Mr. Stuckey. I, I vote yes. Thank you. Mayor will be voting with no vote. 
we would not be voting. I just noted in, in, in the minutes that prior to this discussion, the mayor. No, left. what? Prior to the, the start of this discussion, the mayor left. Yes. The meeting. Yeah, put that in the That's all we need to state. Okay, I move for adjournment. Second. Second. Well, Ms. Carter, 